the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Are you ready to talk to me on this Theological Thursday? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? It's Theological Thursday, and this is how we roll around here. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today. And then tomorrow's open phone in Friday. You also get my uh, Friday inspirational text. So make sure you text the word INSPIRE to 97000. You'll get yours as well. We are the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, covering all of the DMV, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Well, you know, all week we've been talking about conflict and how to deal with conflict in marriage, how to deal with conflict in relationships, how to handle it biblically. And today we're going to talk about the theology of uh, conflict resolution, what is God's desire for us when it comes uh, to resolving conflict. You may find yourself in a conflict today. Uh, and you know, church conflict is like church drama. It just can, it happens and people aren't sure how to handle it, especially just because uh, they, they throw so many spiritual words and terms around. You don't know, you know, how to get to the real deal because everything's so spiritualized. So maybe some of y'all know what I'm talking about. You're, you're in ch- church conflict. But there are other kinds of conflict. There's conflict in in workplaces. There's conflict with relationships. What would God desire us to do? Well, I'm going to talk to you about that exactly. But I also want to walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it. So if you happen to be in conflict or have a question about it, so the next time you do face it, you know how to do it, uh, then feel free to give me a call. My number is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7400. 34. Well, let's pray together now. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to talk about the Bible, talk about theology, and talk about relationships. So would you help us, Lord, uh, know how we can honor you even in, when we're in conflict with others. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together everyone said, amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or go to my favorite website, which is uh, embracegracism.com. Would love to see you there as well. So feel free to give me uh, a call or shoot me an email or whatever it takes to stay in contact with me. I'm there for you. 
you can always uh, download the app uh, Gracism. All right, uh, Gracism is an app where you can not only call me from the app, but you can get my contacts and see other ways that I might be able to serve you, as well as a bunch of media stuff that I've done and articles, things like that, to hopefully encourage you along the way. But one of my favorite things is when you register to be a Gracist, because that, that's how I know how many people are really with me when it comes to being committed to bridge building and being Gracist, not racist. Okay, my number once again, 888-432-7434. So the Apostle Paul uh, talks about two women in Philippians who he is calling to agree with one another. He calls on another brother to step in and try to help the ladies agree. What is he doing? He is doing step two of what Jesus taught in Matthew 18. Step one is to go directly to the person who you have an issue with. And this is what it says in verse 15. If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault just between the two of you. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. So step one is private conversation. I did that the other day with someone. I was offended by something. I told him about it. Uh, now, did I win the person over? I, I don't know. They, maybe they didn't get back to me. Uh, you know, so it could be that sort of thing. But if they do get back to me and we tie the knot and we say, okay, sorry, clarify it, we're all good, then it's over. But how if they don't? What do you do? Well, you keep trying and you give it some time, okay? You don't just go from step one to step two to step three. Step one, you may be on that platform, on that level for a while before you go to step two, all right? But you try to keep it private. But here's step two. If private conversation is not getting you anywhere, you've had multiple conversations, you still can't get anywhere, you're still offended, they're still offended, and you can't seem to come together, then step two is exactly the example of what Paul was doing in Philippians chapter 4. It says in verse 16 of Matthew 18, Jesus says, but if he will not listen, in other words, you did step one, the other person won't listen, take one or two others along so that every matter is established by two or three, by the testimony of two or three witnesses. In other words, I can't trust you to say what really happened when we were one-on-one. -on -one. So we need two or three witnesses there, so that way uh, other people can not only be a part of the solution, but they can also testify to what was said and what was meant. You know, so they can say, yeah, I heard what, I heard what Jimmy said, but Jimmy didn't mean that. What Jimmy meant when he said it was X, Y, and Z. See, they can help bring clarification through the emotion. Or if somebody says, well, Jimmy said this, you can say, well, no, I was right there. Jimmy did not say that. And so having a third and a fourth party can be helpful. And this is really what Paul is doing in Philippians chapter 4, where he says uh, to his uh, loyal yoke fellow, if you will, that's what he kind of calls them in uh, Philippians chapter 4. He calls on these two ladies to agree. And then he goes on to say, I ask you, loyal yoke fellow, help these women who have contended at my side for the cause of the gospel uh, to, to help them agree, all right? So that's the second step uh, as an example in Philippians 4. But in Matthew 18, step one, I go to you one-on-one, -on -one, tell you how you offended me. If it doesn't work, if I don't win you over, at some point we go to step two, which is private conference. So you go from private conversation a private conference all right now the reason things blow up in relationships is because we go directly to conference 
someone offends us and we want to tell a group of people that someone offended us and exactly what they did and not go directly to the person. And as a result, it causes gossip. It causes distrust. It brings dissension. And that happens in your family. That happens in your church. And that can happen with the relationships that that you have even at work. So God is trying to give us a biblical way of resolving or at least managing conflict. So, so far, it's Theological Thursday. So, so far, we're seeing what the Bible is teaching us on this. If you have a thought about it, you have a question about it, feel free to call me at 888-432-7434. Maybe you're in a conflict right now. You're trying to figure out how to deal with it. Give me a call while you can. Or maybe, just maybe, you've gone through a conflict. It didn't really come out great. Talk to me about that. But what I'd love to hear is a good testimony because you did it the right way. Because when you see it done the right way, praise the Lord. God gets all the glory. So we've seen two steps so far. There's a couple more, but we've seen two so far. Private conversation. That doesn't work. Private conference. What happens when that blows up? What do you do from there? When we get back, we'll talk more about it. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. We hear it all the time. I've tried about every diet. I lose 10 pounds. That's it. I want to lose 30 pounds or more. At Wellness Weight Loss Center, we know that nothing motivates like results, and our success proves it. You will lose weight and keep it off. Guaranteed. Fast and safe weight loss strategies, all directed by a physician. Take your weight loss journey with us and lose 15, 20, 50 pounds or more. Schedule your free consultation today. Your weight loss guaranteed at wellnessweightlosscenter.com. Hey, friends, guess how old Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is? 10 years old as of March 1st. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a birthday party on February 29th. It's leap day. It's Saturday. It's from 6 to 9. It's going to be in Columbia, Maryland. And I want to invite you to my party. It's free. I want you to come, okay? Can you hang out with me? I want to meet you, greet you. I'm going to show you the studio. We're going to eat some food, listen to a Latin band. It's going to be a fun time. All you got to do is go to EmbraceGracism.com and register there. Or go to AndersonSpeaks.com. Send me an email. We'll register for you. Just make sure you put it on your calendar. February 29th, 2020, hanging out with the doc. I can't wait to see you. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy. 
Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about uh, the theology of conflict resolution. How are you doing with conflict? Are you an avoider? Are you an addresser? And uh, when it does happen at church or when it happens in your family, what do you do about it? How do you address it? Uh, don't you wish we could just have a conflict-free zone? There's no problem. Nobody sends the wrong kind of text. Nobody comes uh, home late. Nobody deceives, lies, cheats, none of that. It just it, There's never any conflict. Uh, nobody has a difference of opinion. Nobody has a, a different you know, political view than you. I mean, the reality is you're going to have conflict relationally. Uh, of course, there's racial conflict, there's religious conflict, conflict of ideas, even conflict of how to implement uh, the money that, you know, how to util- utilize the money that comes into the household. Um, you're going to have conflict. It's a natural part of relating to individuals. The question is, how do you get through it in a way that uh, honors the other person, honors God, and honors yourself without losing your testimony, without losing your cool? That's not always easy, is it? Well, if you want to talk to me about uh, the theology of of Uh, conflict resolution, uh, please give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. In fact, somebody's at an intersection right now. They're trying to make a decision on whether to go left or go right. I'm not talking about on the road. I'm talking about in a relationship, and it's all because of being sick and tired of being in conflict. If you're always fighting with someone, the question is, what's wrong with that relationship? Uh, A couple of things. You could be fighting wrong. You know, when you learn how to fight fair, um, you can get through conflicts and have a better place. doesn't mean you're not going to fight again. And the absence of fighting doesn't mean you have a great relationship. Sometimes you can have a really good relationship, but you uh, oftentimes bump heads. Uh, as long as you can come out the other side and know that the relationship is still strong, you're good to go. There's just friction in the relationship based on personality and based on the way you the fight. When you get older, though, what happens is you start choosing your battles. And you actually start fighting less just because things don't matter as much as they mattered before. Now, if you could have that kind of wisdom in your 20s, wouldn't that be awesome? But what happens is everything matters to you in your 20s and your 30s. But then when you start getting in your 40s and 50s, you're like, you know, that doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, it could matter to some degree, but I'm not hot about it and ready to fight. I've got to win. If I don't win, then, then, you know, I'm not righteous, you know, that sort of thing. Well, you know, as you get older, you start to evaluate that well the scripture is older than all of us and so it's kind of it's trying to tell us how to go step by step in helping to manage conflict we've learned two out of four steps the first one is private conversation approach the person and say can we talk about something that is really really important uh and then you say this is how i feel this is what you said or whatever and you address whatever it is you have conflict over 
you know, if the person apologizes, you win them over, it's, it's over there. You forgive them. You move on. Don't really bring it up anymore. Uh, but if it doesn't work and the person's still doing it, I didn't say that, or, or they keep doing the same thing, hurting you over and over again, at some point you pull in a third or a fourth party to try to resolve it in private conference. That's step two, private conversation. Step two, private conference. So then what is step three? If after private conference, the guy still is abusive, okay, let's just say, no change is happening. Well, that's when you go to public confrontation, all right? And that's what verse 17 is all about. Verse 17 says, if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church, okay? Tell it to the church. So that's the fourth one. You now tell it to a group of people that uh, can be on your side. Listen, I tried to do this the right way. Uh, it's not working. And so uh, now I'm going to tell my ministry leader. Now I'm going to tell my pastor. Now I'm going to tell my small group. But I've got to get support uh, to help me because we're going through something really difficult. And, and he's not changing. She's not changing. All right. And then the fourth and the final level, uh, and this is where it gets really tough. And that's where you get to verse 18. And uh, Jesus puts it out there. This is what he says. Are you ready for it? Jesus says, and if he refuses to listen even to the church, treat him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Did you see that? A pagan or a tax collector. So verse 17b, uh, tell it to the church. Hopefully the church can help you resolve it. If it doesn't work then and the person's acting like a non-believer, then treat him like a non-believer, a pagan and a tax collector. That means you, you, uh, the, you do the fourth step, which is you adjust the relationship. So you have your four steps, private conversation, private conference, public confrontation, and then relational adjustment. Now you adjust the relationship. All right. All right. If you want to talk about this, if you want to uh, think about the theology and the biblical sense of how one might deal with relational conflict, give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Sabrina, who's on the line. Hi, Sabrina. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I am well. And you, God is just, the Lord Jesus has used you to answer the prayer. I'm telling you, you hit exactly what's going on at my workplace. <laughs> I went to all, I mean, I'm like, oh, my God. And the final thing I did was just disconnected from the person. Mm. I said, I'm not, I can't talk to this person. Because we've went through all the steps, and this is at workplace, and we've been very, very nice every step. Mm. We went through it, and the person keeps with this destructive, crazy, habituary line for just, I mean, we're like, what's wrong with this person? Mm. And I just told, you know, people, I said, I can't deal with it anymore because it's very toxic. We've right. done everything, and I can't do anything. So what I do, I just pray for the person. Yeah. But I can't. I can't. Mm. It, it, it takes me out of character and i don't want to do that yeah so you don't want to become the per you don't want to become a different person because of this person you know what i mean yes and i do become it i i have became a different person and when i saw myself i said no i'm not going to go backwards Mm -mm, yeah i just cut off i just don't i just don't speak to the person and the last two days when i just come in and not even speak it's just been peaceful. This person is very toxic. Yeah, yeah. Very toxic. Well, and this is this so is a I, this is a point that I you know I want to affirm you, Sabrina. When you get to a place where you can continue to exist without that person's affirmation, um, that's when you know you're getting stronger. 
There is a proverb I think you're going to love. And let me see if I can pull it up real quickly, okay? I think you're going to love this. It's Proverbs 23. Uh, let me see if I can grab it real quick. You are going to love it if I can find it. It's verse 9. Check this out, okay? Are you ready for it, Sabrina? I'm ready. Okay, here it is. You're going to want this one. Proverbs 23, <laughs> 9. Here it is. Do not speak to a fool, for he will scorn the wisdom of your words. <laughs> uh-huh. I knew you'd love it. Sabrina, thank you so much. And you hold on to that verse. That's Proverbs 23, 9. You got it? I'm going to write it on my desk and look at it every day. <laughs> All right. Lord bless you, okay? You too. Thank you. You're so welcome. That's it. Proverbs 23, 9. Did y'all get the whole verse? Do not speak to a fool, for he will scorn the wisdom of your words. In other words, you got to know you got to know what fight to fight. After a while, you realize uh, this is foolish. I'm not getting sucked into this. This is disturbing my joy. It's disturbing my peace. And so, it takes strength to live out that proverb, Proverb 23, uh, verse nine. Do not speak to a fool, for he will scorn the wisdom of your words. He'll scorn the wisdom of your words. You're speaking wisdom, and he's making fun of it. He's mocking you. That's what it means to scorn. Uh, they're just mocking you. They're not even listening to you. Uh, they think it's a joke. You're trying to be serious. You're, you're trying to do right. And they're making fun of you for doing right, for speaking right. You know what? Don't even speak to them. And that is, not, that is actually not being stuck up. It's not being mean. You just decided, I am not going to poke the bear. I am not going to put my hand in the jaw of the lion. Uh, I'm not going to be foolish. You know, Jesus says you can be as as wise as a, was it, uh, what does that verse say? Uh, shrewd as serpents, wise as doves, harmless as doves. That's right. Harmless as doves. So you can be harmless, but you can still be as shrewd as, as a snake, I think is what it says. I'll have to look it up during my break um, because I want to make sure I quote it right. But I know you're supposed to be harmless as a dove. Uh, but I can't remember the first part without messing it up. So I'll look at that during the break because I got to keep talking to y'all. 888-432-7434. All right. That's the that's the number here. And we can talk. Uh, I've still got a couple minutes left uh, before the first half is over. So get in right now while you can. Uh, then I'll take a break. Then I'll come back for the second half and reboot the show. And before you know it, we're done. We're over. So that's why I always say get in where you fit in because by the time you decide, well, maybe I will call, maybe I won't call, and then before you know it, uh, the show is over. So I want to make sure you get in while you can, especially because we're dealing with such a, uh interesting topic, and that is the theology of, of conflict resolution. Uh, and what is God's desire for us when it comes to that? You, did you get my four steps? And it's not mine. It's Jesus's. I mean, Matthew 18, 15 through Matthew 18, uh, verse 18. 
And it says, uh, if someone offends you, first thing you want to do is go to them directly. So you try to keep it in private. If that doesn't work, then you bring two or three witnesses so others can witness what is being said, what's not being said, and hopefully build a bridge so the issue's resolved right there. If they're still not willing to listen uh, once you've gone from private conversation to private conference, then you go to public confrontation. And what that means is take it to the church, all right, or take it to HR, or take it to the body that is sort of uh, the covering for that particular relationship, all right? And, and if it still doesn't work at that point, uh, then the fourth, you know, uh, step is unfortunately relational adjustment. You know, acting like a pagan, acting like a tax collector. Okay, I'm going to treat you as one. Acting like a fool, Proverbs 23, uh, verse 9. Okay, then fine. I, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to give this any energy anymore. And you know what that does? What relational adjustment does is relational adjustment causes the other person to truly think through uh, their behavior and their actions. All right. By the way, uh, I got that verse, Matthew ten sixteen. be as shrewd as a serpent, as innocent, as harmless as a dove, Matthew ten sixteen. So be shrewd like a serpent or a snake, but be innocent and harmless like a dove. In other words, you don't have to be dumb. Somebody being a fool, let them act a fool. You move on. You got better things to do. Stay focused. I'll be right back. Want to know the secret that all those flipping houses gurus won't tell you? Flipping multi-unit properties is easier and possibly more profitable than flipping single-family homes. With over 18 years of experience, we here at RE Minter will show you the art of buying and selling multi-unit properties. Come spend two hours with our team of experts, and we will show you how you could get passive income and significant retirement quickly. This two-hour class will teach you the art of the multi-unit flip. You'll learn how to buy, hold, and sell multi-unit properties with no money down, no credit, and no risk. You risk nothing, but have everything to gain. This intensive two-hour real estate class is coming to the DMV area soon. Call 800-392-9118 to secure your seat. This seminar is free to the first 30 people that call. Change your life now and learn the art of the multi-unit flip or long-term hold. Call 800-392-9118. 800-392-9118. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the D.C. Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart, tune in, and now on Radio.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Don't miss Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. right here on WAVA.
but evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Individual results will vary. If you tried to lose weight and failed, it wasn't your fault. According to leading medical experts, when we cut back on how much we eat, our body shifts into survival mode, reducing our metabolism and making us even hungrier. But now, a breakthrough discovery that helps you fight food cravings is available without a prescription. Riduzone uses your body's natural appetite control, a molecule called OEA, to break that cycle. Riduzone is the only product that contains OEA. I've lost 75 pounds using Riduzone. My husband has lost 50 pounds using Riduzone. Riduzone has made it so that we eat less food, and it has taken away the cravings that we used to have. Riduzone has made it so that I can lose the weight without feeling hungry. Go to Riduzone.com. Use promo code today to save up to 65% off your order. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Save up to 65% and get free shipping by using promo code today at Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you today? Happy Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of conflict resolution. We said Jesus's words from Matthew 18 is our standard. Step one, step two, step three, and step four. Step one, private conversation. Step two, private conference. Step three, public confrontation. And step four, relational adjustment. We also saw that step two has a biblical example, and that's in Philippians chapter four, when Paul says to these two ladies, Eodia and Syntyche, Y'all need to agree. Come together and agree. Well, they couldn't do it. And so what does Paul do? He asks for one of his loyal yoke fellows to step in to help them to agree. And that shows you private conversation, not working, move to private conference, bring in a third or fourth party. And that's exactly what Paul did. All right. Based on Jesus's words in Matthew 18. Are you in conflict? Would you like to talk about the theology of how a God's word helps us to do conflict the way we should? And by the way, like my last caller, Sabrina, sometimes you just have to stop. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop speaking to a fool. Uh, and I hate to say it like that, but that, that's the words of Proverbs. Proverbs 23, verse 6. Do not speak to a fool because they're going to scorn the words of the wise. That's what it says. Check it out. If you want to call me and talk about this, my phone number is 888-432-7434. By the way, you don't want to call them a fool, all right? I ain't speaking to you because you're a fool. No, don't do that. Just be like, you know what? I don't have energy for this. Thank you. I'm moving on. Speaking about moving on, let me go to Springfield, Virginia, and talk to Desmond, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Desmond. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for your program. My uh, this is a wonderful topic, and especially the people in the church mm-hmm. they need to just focus on that. Yeah, because we we sometimes want to judge just using our own understanding. And I'm just going to quote scripture because scripture in Proverbs chapter three, verse um, five, it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, mm-hmm. and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways acknowledge Him." Mm-hmm. And he shall direct your path. Mm-hmm. You know, if you try to correct a fool, which you just read in, in Proverbs chapter 9, what are they going to do to you? They're going to try to harm you. In fact, Proverbs chapter 9 mm-hmm. also says something about that. Proverbs chapter 9, yeah. verse 7. Yeah. It says, he who corrects his scoffer gets 
shame for himself. And he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Yeah. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he would love you. Yeah. Give instructions mm. to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. That's Teach right. a just man, and he will increase in the learning. Isn't that That's all the, the word of God has all the answers. Oh, my I goodness. I don't know why the people of God the people of God sometimes run to the lawyers and run to the courthouse when they should solve solve the problems in the mm. in, inside the church. Yeah. So thank you very much for your program. Well, thank, thank you. you for quoting those scriptures. That's good stuff, my friend. God bless you. That was Desmond from Springfield, Virginia, just uh, just reading God's word uh, in a version that is even more uh, uh, modern. It says, "Leave your simple ways." And you will live. Walk in the way of understanding. Whoever corrects a mocker uh, invites insult. Whoever rebukes a wicked man incurs abuse. Isn't that interesting the way it puts that? You know, if you are rebuking a wicked man, you're asking for abuse. And do not rebuke a mocker. Okay, that's somebody who's mocking you. Don't rebuke them or he will hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Have you seen that, by the way? When you rebuke or correct somebody who's wise, they're, th- they're thankful. When you give feedback to someone who's wise, they're like, thank you for correcting me. Thank you for, for pointing me in the right direction. Yes, I was wrong. Thank you for showing me my wrong. That's when you know you have a wise man and not a fool. It goes on to say, instruct a wise man, and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man, and he will add to his learning. You see? Wise people want to learn more. Wise people want to be corrected. Wise people want to be rebuked, uh, not because it, it feels good, but because they know if I really did something wrong, I want to know about it. If I said something incorrect, I want to know about it uh, so that I can get it right. Because, see, they want to be right, righteous. They want to get it right. I like it a lot. And those are, these are the same people who are upset when they hurt you. Like they didn't intend to, and then you come and you tell them, and they're like, oh, my goodness, I am so sorry. I did not mean it that way. Please forgive me. Or you know what? I was looking for a joke, and I got the joke. I got the laughter, but it was at your expense, and it wasn't right. You see, people who are wise know how to humble themselves, uh, take correction, and then get better. People who are fools, uh, they're they're mockers, right? Which you know what a mocker is, a a scoffer, a mocker. That is somebody – uh, who has an angry edge to them, and then when you try to rebuke them, if you try to correct them, they're just going to punch you harder, scream louder, and so you can't win a battle when you're dealing with somebody like that. This is good stuff. I hope you're picking it up, and I hope you're learning from it. I'm going to give you my number, then I'm going to go to Laurel. My number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Laurel, Maryland, and talk to Robert, who's on the line. Hey, Robert, this is Dr. Anderson. How are you doing today? Yeah, hi. Um this Robert, I don't know if um, I have a question. I don't know if you already addressed that. What with what you're saying, does it apply to marriages? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so would the last part um, be in it too? You, you like? What about you? If you treat like your spouse like a fool? Yeah. So, if you're married to, a, you yeah. So, if you're married to a fool. Okay. Again, I wouldn't call her a fool and she shouldn't call you one, but that's where you got to get counseling. All right. Cause you can't get out of the relationship. At least if you, if it's somebody at work, you don't have to live with them. If it's somebody who's in your family uh, that you don't live with, but they live in another town or whatever, you don't have to live with them. But if it's your spouse, you got to live with them. And so therefore, 
you want to do your best to get the counseling that's necessary to keep the relationship together. Now, if it becomes abusive, then you still you got to separate. I mean, if, if sister's throwing frying pans at you, uh, you know, you don't have to separate. Uh, if you find yourself getting angry and you, you throwing punches, you're going to have to separate because it's not safe for her or it's not safe for you. So that's when you separate and you get help with a professional before you come back together. Yeah. You understand my point? Yep. Okay. Is that helpful to you? Okay, thank you. Let me run to my break. When I get back, I, I can take your phone calls as well. I've got just about 10 minutes left, so if I were you, I would, what do I always say? Get in, where, what? Where you fit in? Come on, get it, get get on this while you can. We just got a couple minutes left, and I got open line, so get it now. 30 pounds or more. At Wellness Weight Loss Center, we know that nothing motivates like results, and our success proves it. You will lose weight and keep it off, guaranteed. Fast and safe weight loss strategies, all directed by a physician. Take your weight loss journey with us. Lose 15, 20, 50 pounds or more. Schedule your free consultation today. Your weight loss is guaranteed at wellnessweightlosscenter.com. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Hey friends, guess how old Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is? 10 years old as of March 1st. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a birthday party on February 29th. It's leap day. It's Saturday. It's from 6 to 9. It's going to be in Columbia, Maryland. And I want to invite you to my party. It's free. I want you to come, okay? Can you hang out with me? I want to meet you, greet you. I'm going to show you the studio. We're going to eat some food, listen to a Latin band. It's going to be a fun time. All you got to do is go to EmbraceGracism.com and register there. Or go to AndersonSpeaks.com. Send me an email. We'll register for you. Just make sure you put it on your calendar. February 29th, 2020, hanging out with the doc. I can't wait to see you. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 
301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Just about 10 minutes left, and you and I get to talk about conflict. Not between you and I, but between you and someone else. Maybe it's you and your pastor. Maybe it's you and a church member. Maybe it's you and your spouse. Maybe it's you and the people at the office. You know, we all get it. It's all right. It's kind of like a bug. Uh, Something's going to happen. I'm going to say something. You're going to say something. Uh, Do something, which is even worse. But you're in conflict. What do you do? Well, the scripture gives us us life here. It really helps us. The problem with us is is not that we don't know. It's that we don't do it God's way. Some of us are ignorant and we don't know, right? We're all ignorant in some area, right? We don't know everything. That's what ignorant means, not as a pejorative, but simply I, I don't know. So for some of you who didn't know, I gave you the knowledge today. Others of you knew. All right? You know what to do. You knew about private conversation, moving to private conference, moving to public confrontation, moving to relational adjustment. And that then it, God can use in order to bring them back. Some of you knew that. Others of you, di- you know, didn't know it, though, and so it's new information. But for those of you who did know it, here, here's the thing. Knowledge is one thing. Living it out is something else. And when our emotions get involved, it's hard to do what God wants us to do. So what are you supposed to do when your emotions get all crazy? You know, the Scripture says in Ephesians 4, um, what is that verse? It says, uh, in your anger, do not sin. Did you know that that verse is actually a quotation from the Old Testament? Yeah, it comes from, I believe it's Psalm 4-4. So I'm making my way to Psalm 4-4 because I want you to hear it. Because oftentimes we say, in your anger, do not sin. And we may not know exactly what it means. And so I want you to check out what, uh, why Paul quotes it. Because in verse 4 of Psalm 4, here it is. It says, in your anger, do not sin. See, there you go. That, you didn't know it was from the Old Testament. Now you know. Psalm 4-4. It says, in your anger, do not sin. Check this out. When you are on your beds, search your heart and be silent. Hmm. I want you to think about this for a second. In your anger, do not sin. When you are on your bed, search your heart and be silent. When you're in bed, all right, and uh, let's just say it's you. You know, maybe the spouse didn't come to bed yet, or maybe they're asleep. Maybe you're not married. Maybe you're single. But the bed is the place where you're most to yourself. Maybe your car. uh, But, you know, your bed is probably the place where you're just kind of most relaxed. You're most to yourself. And it actually says in the Psalms, after it says, in your anger, do not sin, it says, when you are on your bed, search your hearts and be silent. You know what that means? It means that you pray and search your heart and then listen to God. Then deal with the person. Think about that. Think about if every time I was about to be respond to someone, every time I was about to fight someone back, every time I was about to revenge uh, against somebody, Hop, I said, you know what? I'm going to sleep on this and come back to you tomorrow. And when you go sleep on it, that means you're going to search your heart. You're going to pray and talk to God, right? And then you're going to you're gonna be silent and listen. Then you're going to wake up the next day, and guess what? You're going to feel differently. God's going to speak to you. 
then you're going to go deal with that person in the meeting, and I bet you're going to do it with a whole lot more wisdom. How about that? Is that pretty cool or what? In your anger, do not sin. Uh, but when you're on your bed, search your heart and listen to God. Wow. Psalm 4-4. See, that's going to be helpful to you because what some of you need more than anything else is to sleep on it. Sometimes we're ready to fight right away. I know I am. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a addresser. So if something comes up, I'm ready to activate now. But one of the things that Colin Powell, uh, great Republican Secretary of State, once said was he didn't make any real big decisions until he slept on it. Because in the morning, if you feel the same way, then it's a solid decision. In the morning, if you feel uh, a different way, then you're glad you slept on it. But either way, things are not going to blow up if you sleep on it one night. How many times would you not have bought a car if you would have just slept on it? <laughs> How many times would you not have bought a, a, a clothes if you had just slept on it? See, that's why we don't sleep on it, because we know if we go away and sleep on it, we might not come back. So I need to get, I need to get this deal done now, because if I go think about it, I'm going to think about it rightly, and I'm going to end up not getting this deal. So we even know that we're supposed to go sleep on it, but we're like, nah, I don't want to go sleep on it, because then I'm going to have my senses. And once I get my senses, I'm going to know that this ain't the right thing to do. And so the Bible's so smart. The Bible's saying, look, yo, this is what I want you to do. Take a break. Sleep on this thing. Pray on this thing. And tomorrow, if the car is still there, then you're thinking rightly about it. Buy it. The dress is still there. You're thinking rightly about it. Buy it. Right? So next time somebody presses you for a decision, say, you know what? I'll get back to you in 24 hours. And then go to bed. All right? So I hope that that's wisdom for you on this Theological Thursday. By the way, let me get a big shout-out to my Facebook folk like Stel, Faye, Romeo Brown, uh, Ari, Danny, uh, Chris Cooks, man, uh, Connie Robinson, hello, shout-out to you. John Wawa, thanks a lot for tuning in there. Uh, and uh, Andrew Altman, thank you so much uh, for being there as well. I'll see you at my party uh, February 29th, 2020, my 10-year anniversary. Can't wait to have a good time in Columbia, Maryland. Uh, there's still room if you want to register. Just uh, download the app Gracism or go to the uh, website EmbraceGracism.com and you can register. We only got a few spots left, so if you want to get it, uh, like I say, get in where you fit in because it's going to be the link's actually going to be closed down in the next 24 hours because we got so many people and it automatically closes down for the fire code. All right, so I'm telling you now, just in case you've been thinking about it, maybe I'm going to go, maybe I'm not going to go, uh, you better register while you can. Okay, once the doors are closed, they're closed, all right? Now, my number is 888-432-7434. Uh, that is the number live in studio. And while I got to come to my break, if you do call during the break, I'll try to see if I can get one or two more calls in uh, before it all closes down until tomorrow, which is open phone in Friday. And by the way, I'm going to send you a text in the morning. So how's that feel? My, my pastor, my radio talk show host, my friend, Dr. David Anderson, texts me every Friday morning at 7 a.m. I do, and I want to text you. So if you are not a part of my Textpiration community, then I want you to text me right now. Text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's very easy, 97,000. One word, INSPIRE. And then tomorrow morning when you wake up, 7 a.m., ish depending on what time i'll get up you're gonna get my text how about that a shot in the arm of inspiration from dr david anderson listen i'm coming right back to you in just about two or three minutes this is real talk with dr david anderson
This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Scores of studies show children do better in a family with a mother and father. But a new study out of the University of California, Berkeley, shows children can have a dramatic impact on the parents. Researchers looked at birth, marriage, and arrest records of over one million people in Washington state. They wanted to know if children impacted criminal activity of their parents. The findings showed pregnancy led to a considerable reduction in crime for both mother and father. Marriage was also a factor and showed a sustained reduction in criminal activity. Both children and their parents benefit from pregnancy, childbirth, and marriage. It's a generational benefit. Should we be surprised that an institution begun by our creator is a blessing to all concerned? No, we shouldn't. Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. This is WAVA's Dennis Williams. Folks, our Deeper Faith Alaska cruise is almost sold out, and we don't want you to miss out on this amazing faith-building adventure into God's majestic creation with teaching pastor Alistair Begg. We'll explore towering mountains and mighty glaciers and dig deeper into God's powerful word every single day. Don't miss it. This trip will sell out by the end of February. So register today. Go to WAVA.com keyword Alaska or give me a call 703-807-2211. Hey friends, guess how old Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is? 10 years old. So I'm going to throw a birthday party on February 29th. It's Saturday. It's from 6 to 9. It's going to be in Columbia, Maryland. And I want to invite you to my party. It's free. I want you to come, okay? I want to meet you, greet you. I'm going to show you the studio. We're going to eat some food, listen to a Latin band. It's going to be a fun time. All you got to do is go to EmbraceGracism.com and register there or go to AndersonSpeaks.com. Send me an email. We'll register for you. February 29th, 2020. I can't wait to see you. Harriet Tubman was not easily controlled or contained. Yes, she was a black slave in the mid-1800s, but she escaped her plantation in Maryland and ran off to freedom-loving Philadelphia. It was there that she founded the Underground Railroad and helped countless more slaves escape. In all, she helped free over 300 slaves. This month, to celebrate Black History Month, this station remembers the heroic and courageous life of Harriet Tubman, who died in 1913, the same year Jesse Owens was born. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. 
Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. I appreciate you. Let me give you some encouragement. Sometimes you feel like you're always being confronted by other people. Uh, they're always telling you they hurt you, uh, that you hurt them. They're always telling you that you've done something wrong. It seems like they're always confronting you. I want to give you encouragement. I know for the last few days I've been talking about how you confront others, how you address conflict. But for those of you who feel like you're always getting addressed and you're always doing something wrong, I, I just want you to know that uh, God wants to encourage you. In Psalm 18, uh, it talks about even being confronted uh, even even by death, you know, even in it says uh, the cords of the grave coil around me, the snares of death confronted me. So even death confronted you. And some of you uh, feel like that. Even death is confronting you. Well, this is what it says in verse six, Psalm 18. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. And from his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. And so he hears you. And uh, even when you feel like death is confronting you, but maybe it's not death. Maybe it's just your enemies. And that's okay, too. I want you to hear what it says. It says he reached down from on high in verse 16 and he took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. Here it is. They confronted me in the day of my disaster. So death is confronting you on one end or your enemies are confronting you on your day of disaster. It means that nothing else could go wrong that day and you're being confronted by your enemies. Lord, how much more can I take? But this is what it says. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Sometimes what God has to do is just kind of take you out to a spacious place. So in your day of disaster, they're confronting you. But it says the Lord supported me. You got to love that. Psalm 18, verse 18. Let me read it again. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. Does anybody need the Lord to be their support today? And then what does he do? He says, come on with me. Let me take you out. And in verse 19, he brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me. Because he delighted in me. That's what God will do for you. It makes you lie down in green pastures. Pulls you out into a spacious place. He said, come on, let me take you out of this. Let's hang out for a little bit. Let me show you how much I delight in you. And then what happened? Then he put you back into the game, but you're re-energized. So for those who need to be re-energized by that word, I pray that it spoke to your soul. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity for us to connect through this technology called radio, called uh, Facebook and YouTube. I pray for every one of my listeners that they would be encouraged by the word of God today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen.